Our gospel tonight begins by telling us that Jesus was praying in a certain place. Jesus in the gospels often did this. He often went off to deserted places. He went to mountaintops. He went to every place you could imagine into the desert. And there he prayed to his Father in heaven. And now here he is. He's gathered with his disciples, or maybe they were far away. And Jesus has gone away again, and he's praying, praying to his Father. I'd like to imagine that Jesus was there praying in that place, in that certain place that we don't know, that the Gospel writer does not tell us. That Jesus was there praying in that certain place for hours on end, two or three hours. And the disciples were beginning to look for him because there's a precedent for that in the scriptures. Jesus was praying one time and they were looking for him. And maybe this happens again. And so Jesus is praying hours on end and the disciples come and they see him at prayer and maybe Jesus doesn't even know that they're there because that's how much communion he has with his Father in heaven. And as he prays and as he finishes his prayer and opens his eyes, he sees the disciples who are gathered there looking intently at him. And then they ask, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. This John they speak of is John the Baptist, and we heard our gospel tonight from that of St. Luke, and earlier in the gospel of St. Luke, John the Baptist is the forerunner of the Christ, born to Elizabeth, the cousin of Mary, and Mary goes and visits her. He's about six months older than Jesus, goes before him in birth, goes before him in preaching, goes before him in death. And so the disciples who left everything to follow Jesus, they know about John the Baptist, they know about his disciples who are following him, and they know that John is teaching his disciples how to pray. And so Jesus teaches his disciples to pray like John taught his. John might have taught the disciples to pray the great Shema, Lord, you are God alone, the God of Israel, the ancient prayer of the Jewish people. John the Baptist was austere. The gospel tells us that he ate locusts and honey, that he wore camel cloth in the desert. He was a crazy man, and maybe his disciples, he taught them how to pray by making penance, by making sacrifices, the austerity of their life. Maybe John taught his disciples how to pray in the ways of the Hebrew scriptures with the Psalms of David. And so Jesus now teaches his disciples, the men that he has called to follow him. And he teaches, him, and he teaches them that prayer that is so common to us, that prayer that we pray so often. We hear it from Luke's gospel, which isn't the one that we normally pray, but Jesus says in Luke's gospel, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us, and do not subject us to the final test. That's the way Jesus teaches his disciples, and it's the way that you and I, that we most commonly pray if we think of a formula prayer. What better way to pray than to pray with the words of Jesus, the words that he taught? 
But maybe as Jesus teaches this Our Father to his disciples, maybe it's not the only way they're supposed to pray. But he gives them the model of how they're to pray in their own lives. To address God first, we say, Our Father. And so when we pray in the secrecy of our homes or in the privacy of our rooms or in a, wherever it is that we pray, we first address our prayer. O God, our loving Father, Lord Jesus, sweet Savior, Holy Spirit, whatever way in which we pray to our God, who is Father, Son, and Spirit, we address our prayer. Jesus teaches, hallowed be your name. It's a prayer of praise, of giving praise to God. And when Jesus prays elsewhere in the scriptures, he says, Father, I praise you, Lord of heaven and earth. Hallowed be your name is the way in which Jesus wants us to give praise for all the things that God has done in our life, for the moments in which we felt that God was with us, to praise him for his presence, to praise him for his goodness, for all that God has given us. And then Jesus teaches them to pray petitions. Your kingdom come, give us our daily bread. Do not subject us to the final test. These petitions that they make, they're much like the petitions that we offer in our own life. When someone is sick, when we need help, when we need guidance. These are the petitions. In the prayer of the Our Father, of course, we surrender ourselves to the will of God. Lastly, in the prayer that we hear today, forgive us our sins. It's the prayer of asking to be forgiven. To ask God to forgive us for all the wrongs that we have done. And that's how we pray in our lives. This prayer of the Our Father, even though it's a prayer that we commonly pray ourselves, it becomes the model for all of our prayer. That as we learn it, as we know it, well, then we'll be able to pray from the heart in a similar fashion in the way that Jesus taught.